0: Hey how's it going everybody back again for UFC Mexico City this time uh, we have another international card uh, sorry this pod is going to be super super quick um next week though we'll have a nice pod for you guys uh we have macy coming up she's going to talk to us on her fight week coming up for ufc copenhagen so that should be really cool um we'll kind of get a little bit of behind the scenes um as to just you know how her fight week's going her mentality going into the fight so that should be pretty cool um but for this one yeah we're going to kind of breeze through this one i'm not going to go through every single fight basically i'm just going to go through about five fights here five fights that i think we should target um, kind of talk to you guys about it, um, <clears throat> and then I'll kind of go from there. I'll hit at some points for you, but it's going to be a little bit of a shorter pod than usual, so bear with me. Okay, so for this card, it's pretty interesting because we do have 12 fights, so we do have a good amount of fights. Um, there's only one huge favorite, um, and that's going to be Aldana. I'll talk a little bit about uh, her just because we won't really go into the fight. Um, of course, I mean, right at the time that I was researching, she was the minus 570 favorite. It's, I mean, you know, like you're a dummy if you don't play her. However, though, um, she is, I believe the highest fighter as far as, yep. She's, she's 9,400. Um, right now she's the highest price fighter on the card. I, I honestly don't see her paying that off. I don't see her paying that off just real quickly. If we go to her last couple of fights, she just lost to Raquel Pennington. Raquel looked pretty good in that fight, but, like, she should have styled on her. I mean, like, they put her in that matchup, honestly, to beat her and to showcase, and she didn't look good. Um She beat Betch Correa before that. Um She beat Lucy Putuloba before that, but, like, she's only put up a 100 points once, and at 9,400, we need that 100 points, or we need over that 100 points. So, I'll be honest with you guys, it's gonna be mostly a fade for me. When I say fade, like, I'll probably have, like, of her just in case she does something crazy, but um, I'm going to try to look elsewhere for those big points. Um, So there's my take on that. Um, Other than that, let's go ahead and talk about um, it's pretty interesting. The first few fights of the night are really where uh, my money's going to kind of be. And that's really kind of where we're going to talk about. Um, So we'll start with, uh, we'll start with the first fight. Um, So we have Marcos Marino going up against Claudio Puelas. This is a lightweight fight uh claudio is minus 345 favorite uh coming back marcos is the plus 274 dog um looks like uh, there's a pretty big price discrepancy here we have claudio at 9k marcos is 7200 this is an interesting fight though because it's minus 260 to, in, to inside the distance so basically it's telling us that vegas thinks that Claudio's gonna win he should win easy and they think basically he's going to knock this guy out because they're telling us it's going to end early. Minus 260 is pretty significant. I mean, load up, right? So load up on Claudio. He's the play. I do think there's some merit, though, in playing Marcos as well as a nice hedge at uh, 7,200. If he gets that knockout early, um, even if he scores 70, 80 points, he's going to be optimal. Um, so I like him, too. Uh, yeah, then we'll move on to the next one. Okay, we have a win win. We have a women's bantamweight matchup. Uh, we have Sarge, we have Saharja Eubanks, and then we have Betch Um, This is pretty one-sided, and the, the odds and everything kind of shows it, too. Right off the bat, we have a 9K and a 90-100 fighter. I mean, that's pretty interesting, first two fights of the night. like It's pretty rare. Um, so, uh, Sahara, you nickname Sarge, <clears throat> that's what we'll call her. Uh, she's minus 287. Uh, Betch Correa is coming in at plus 228. These days, I'll be honest with you guys, people do not watch Benj Correa fights to watch her fight. Like, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, so, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be pretty one-sided. The most important thing to me in this fight is you know that I we've talked about it before, plus 165 inside the distance, right? You would say, "Well, I mean, that's not favored to end early." It's ne- it's not necessarily but even if you look at some of these later fights, like the Aldana fight, right? That fight's like a plus 260, plus 300 to end inside the distance, right? That means Vegas basically knows that that fight is going the distance. Plus 165 on a women's fight, that's pretty close odds to a pick That means they're not really sure, and this could end early. I've watched every single one of uh, Eubank's fights since she's been in the UFC and since she was in the tough house um she's she's gonna be aggressive um she's gonna go out there and throw hands her cardio is usually pretty good if we just look at her fights when she beat Roxanne and when she beat Lauren Murphy she had 89 and uh, 83 points respectfully even in a loss to Aspen Ladd she had 77 significant strikes she had two takedowns she put up 54 points this was in a loss Um, so, I mean, I, I like her here. I, I honestly, I wish she was cheaper, um, or else I'd have a lot more of her, but, uh, I think people will fade her because of the price tag. So I'll probably be a little bit over the field. Maybe not much. I'm thinking like 25, 30% here. Um, if you want to go lower, I'm with you. If you want to go higher, I won't blame you either. Um, next up we have, uh, the next fight we're going to talk about. At least we have Paul Craig, uh, going up against, (coughs) excuse me. Um, we have Paul Craig going up against uh, Vincius Castro. Um, this is uh, minus two twenty-five to end early. And my apologies, uh, Vincius Marea. Um It's weird. Fantasy Crunch actually did that last time too. They had this guy's name wrong, so I don't know what, I don't know why or how they have this in here, but. Um, anyway, uh, minus 225 inside the distance. This is going to be a banger. I don't know if you uh, guys saw the walk-ins or saw the weigh-ins or anything like that, but it was pretty intense. We get Paul Craig at 7,900, and then we get uh Vincius at um, 8,300, pretty close, minus 118. Basically a pick-em fight, right? So we get a pick-em fight at minus 200 to, to end early. And if you don't know what inside the distance means or ending early, it means a knockout right like one of these guys are going to go to um which sounds like hella barbaric but it's it's the truth like hopefully one of these cats get knocked the fuck out um and we can score some points off of it i will say craig's going to be the play here for me personally just because he's cheaper um i'll have a good amount of both of these guys because they're at a good price range if we can get anything close to 100 or anything over that from 8300 or from a 7900 um that's that's how we take down tournaments so um, uh, next up, besides the main event, the only other fight I'm going to talk about is the Polo Reyes fight. Um, so uh, so we'll get to that here. Let me scroll up. So we have uh, Kyle Nelson going up against Polo Reyes. This is a featherweight fight, so they're 145ers. Um, Polo Reyes is plus 103, and Kyle Nelson is minus 126. Yeah, this is a good fight here. Minus 260 inside the distance. Um, somebody's gonna get subbed out or somebody's gonna go to sleep here. Um, it's pretty interesting. Uh Kyle Nelson, uh, he's lost by submission, he's lost by knockout, so there's both of those. But yeah, he comes in basically as the favorite and um definitely is the DraftKings favorite at eighty six hundred. So people may be sharp, they may jump on Polo Reyes, but that's what we're gonna do. Um uh, I'm not going to load up on him, however. Uh, I think this is a fight, basically, uh, in my opinion, it's a, it's a 50-50 fight, too. Um, I do think uh, Polo Reyes definitely has higher upside, so he'll be higher on the totem pole. But um, have some have some hedge um, lineups with Kyle Nelson as well, just in case. Um, but either way, this is a fight to target. Um, that's what we're talking about on this podcast today. We're talking about fights to target. So basically, the first three fights of the night, we're going to target um, we're gonna go ahead and skip the Angela Hill fight. <clears throat> we're gonna target this next fight and then basically um, You know you can mix and match uh, kind of how you choose throughout um, in some of these I mean you do we do have some good fights here. You have Pettis minus 320. You can take a shot on him that kind of stuff But if you guys want to play Aldana uh, Moreno, you got the Grosso kind of the head the co-headliner there So pick and choose there if you want to um, you know, this isn't the say all be all. This is really just the fights that you kind of want to target in tournaments and you can kind of fill in from there. Um, and as far as the main event goes, <clears throat> Yair Rodriguez going up against Jeremy Stevens. Of course, um, this is, this is the fight, right? We usually talk about a fight where the fighters are so close. It's, it's tough to call. Um, there's two of them. Actually, there's one, uh, we have, Stephen uh, Steven Pearson versus, uh, Martin Bravo. They're literally both $8,100 on DraftKings. Like. So that's, that's pretty crazy. Um, But, um, but other than that, um, this is the fight 8,200 for Yair, 8K for Jeremy Stevens, 50, 50, 70, 30, 60, 40, however you want it, make sure you put this fight in every single one of your lineups. And um, that's, that's how we're going to keep it moving. So hopefully you guys can make some money on this card It's going to be on ESPN plus again, there's 12 cards, uh, there's 12 fights. Uh, the fights start really soon. I apologize. I should have got this out sooner, but it's only 10 minutes. You can listen to it real quick and, uh, crunch, crunch some lineups out. So, uh, so yeah, let's do it. Peace.